The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It's Linda Ocko-Jenna here with another Motivational Moments podcast. First of all, today... Um, I want to surprise you. Uh, I'm going to be reading um, some excerpts from the very first book that I wrote, um, A Life Like Mine. Uh, It's actually into the second edition now. And the reason I wrote this book was because 18 years ago, after uh, many, many struggles, financial, um, divorce um, and breast cancer, I returned to school to be a secretary and as life often throws you lemons, life threw me a lovely lemon in the way of an opportunity and I had the chance to become a motivational speaker. So uh, it wasn't easy, I didn't have a brand and I've talked about that in the past. Uh, I joined the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers and that really helped me, Um, built my brand and then uh, got married to the love of my life, my soulmate, Dave, who was a wonderful mentor and is still a wonderful mentor. And so we got married uh, maybe three years, I think it was, or four years after I'd started Motivational Steps. Got married in the July, and by the October, I was told I had to have a complete hysterectomy as a way to prevent, uh, you know, cancer now that I had no breasts, uh, travelling down and causing problems down below. I have four children, they're now adults, and so Dave didn't didn't even want any children when he married me. He often says, you know, he gained five children because he often calls me uh, his child because I have a very, very um, young outlook on life. I think that's a pop, I think that's a compliment. So I have to have this big operation. I can't really book up anything into the following year. I'm kind of annoyed because my business is rocking now and people are engaging me to speak at conferences and I was loving doing workshops. So Dave suggested that um, I write my first book and I wrote my first book, A Life Like Mine, um, Everyday Strategies for Living with Life's Challenges. And um, it still sells very well on Amazon and at conferences. But today I'm going to give you a little treat and I'm going to um, read a little bit about um, my first book. I'm going to read some chapters from the first book and uh, see what you think. So this is the preface and I think it's very important because it it does um, allow people to understand why I decided to write the book. Um, Obviously I had an operation. It was a good opportunity, but I really had the motivation to do it. And that's another really good point. If you're not motivated to do something, you probably won't do it. And you can set all the goals in the world, but motivation and goals really go together. So there are five good reasons to read my book. My story may make you smile. It may make you cry, should make you think and make you more aware and hopefully make you want to change a life for the better. My life may even be a life like yours. Smiling is important. It not only exercises your muscles, it increases the production of serotonin, the happy hormone. Smiling makes the world a happier place. 
When I notice a person who looks sad with not even a glimmer of a smile on their face, I try to get their attention and smile right at them. It always works. They look at you a bit funny at first, but then a smile appears. They just can't resist. I believe smiling is contagious. During some of the challenges in my life, even I found it hard to find a smile. When I feel really sad or upset, I can't hold back my tears. This is a quote from William Shakespeare. To weep is to make less the depth of grief. I think the meaning of that quote is for people like me who cry to let their um, their their sadness and their stress out. I feel that it lessens my unhappiness or your unhappiness and it stops us, you know, feeling stressed and shoving it into our subconscious, which is a really bad thing to do. When I decided to write my book, I had no idea where my story would start or finish. Even though there is an end to my book, my story has not ended. My story will continue until the day I die. And until that point in my life, it's up to me to make my story my life, wherever I wanted to be. I started to write about me and without even thinking about it, I began, not at the beginning, but in the middle of my life. And I go back and forth relating some of the life's challenges. And yes, I have had many, many, many life's challenges. Why did I decide to write this book, you may be asking. Many people who have come into my life get to know me and realise I have been through many challenges. Not everyone is interested in all of them. So some people get to know about my health challenges and others are interested in my financial challenges. Many people suggested that it might be a good idea to write a book because that work can help even more people. Personally, I know I admire some for their strength and others such qualities and I learn a lot from their experiences. Throughout my life, I have had problems fitting in because of who I was, what I looked like and my strong principles. This is such a shame because none of those things are really important. If acceptance is given, it can help many people lead the life they truly want, not a life they think they should live, or they can be the person they know they are, not the person they're expected to be. My hope is that readers not only learn from my mistakes or how to cope with challenges, but they also get to know the real me. Those that have discovered the real me know that I am open and honest. What you see is what you get, and I will always be there for you, no matter what. There are people out there like me, so if we all give everyone a chance, think what a beautiful world it would be. Here is an example of some of the things people have said about me in the past that helped make my day a little brighter. I admit, most of the things people have said about me seem to be based on what they see when they look at me. You have a lovely smile. You have a really nice laugh. I can see your soul through your eyes. You have a great personality. You have fantastic legs. And you're very sexy. Now, remember, this book was... Uh, um, the first edition was written a few years ago and then the second edition followed on with my story. So it was before Me Too. So I know that, you know, some people might find um, you have fantastic legs and you're very sexy. Uh, not a good thing to say to someone. But again, I think it's personal choices. I took it with a pinch of salt and I laugh at it. Uh, my husband's allowed to say that to me. It's quite appropriate. 
But in the book, I write an interesting combination of compliments because that is what they are. If I could be told that I have a lovely nature, that I am very giving and care about others very much, it would mean much more to me. And yes, over time, people have said those things to me. Obviously, I feel good about my appearance. It's nice to feel you look good. But once again, always remember there's a person inside everybody that we can't always see. Look deep into yourself and allow yourself to discover the real person. And I know you will not be disappointed. Most of my challenges stem from me not feeling good about myself as I grew into an adolescent. Even so, I was determined not to be a sheep and follow the crowd. I would not smoke cigarettes behind the bike shed at school in England where I was born. Even if my best friend ignored me for days, I would not jump in and out of relationships, which sometimes led to sex, becoming an unmarried mother or getting married because of a pregnancy. I may not have been the most popular person because of my strong principles and ethics, but I have always been able to live with my conscience. Now I am older, I am happy with the way I look and feel and with the decisions I make. Now that I have travelled the journey of self-discovery, I realise there are some things in my life I have to do for myself. If I change in any way because I want someone to like me better or because I want help from someone and I'm not being authentic, then I am doomed to disaster and many sleepless nights. I love myself and I am proud of my achievements. If there is anything you should take away with you after reading my book, it is that you should believe in who you are, stay authentic, love yourself, be strong and determined, never feel afraid to ask for help, never give in to peer pressure and look into your heart to remind yourself that you are you and no one else knows you as well as you know yourself. If you are making choices you are proud of and feel they are right, Go with your instincts. That's the preface of my very first book, A Life Like Mine, Everyday Strategies for Living with Life's Challenges. I hope you enjoy it and I hope it's given you a taste of me, my personality and who I am. I'll be back with another Motivational Moments podcast, actually the first chapter of A Life Like Mine, soon. So until then... Have a great day.